Welcome to the Positively You podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Larson, and I'm passionate about helping you shift the way you think so you can create a life you're absolutely obsessed with. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought that's going to help you feel more optimistic and equipped to take real action. Get ready to push past limiting beliefs, ditch that negativity, and start showing up as the best and most positive version of you. Girl, let's do this. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Positively You podcast. I'm Jesse Larson, your host every single week, and I'm so happy to have you tune in today. Holy cow, you guys. Today's interview is so, so so good. It is with one of my best friends in the entire world. Her name is Christine Gummersall, but you might know her as Honey Belt Home. Now, Christine has absolutely blown up in the DIY do-it-yourself world. She is all about stop waiting, start creating, figure out a way to do it yourself, and holy cow, I have been blown away by her in the past few years. I've known Christine for over a decade now. Our husbands are best friends from way back when. And so I've been able to watch her journey literally from like day one. And it has been so much fun. So today we dive into a conversation about DIY, but we go way deeper than that. It's so good. It's about believing in yourself, trying new things. It's just a really good conversation that you do not want to miss out on. So let's just jump right into it because it's a good one. Okay, you guys, I'm so freaking excited for today's interview. It is with one of my best friends in the whole wide world, Christine Gummersall from Honeybilt Home. I know Christine through marriage. We are friends through marriage. Our husbands grew up together and are like BFFs. And I have wanted to get her on the show for so long. And it's just been like, we've talked about it for months and months and months. And finally, we just had to nail down and be like, Sundays are not ideal, but they're the one day that works for both of us. So Christine, I am so happy to have you on. Thank you so much for finally, for both of us really being able to fit each other in. <laughs> I'm so excited for us to kind of get to talk and share all the things. Yeah. I mean, this. Wow. Between the three kids on your side, the three kids on my side, all the things we're involved in, freaking COVID year, everything. So we are finally doing the dang thing. Um, And of course, we've got like kids. Hi, it's life. It's mom life. Everyone that follows either me or you knows this. And it's totally, totally good. But for those people who, I mean, you've grown so fast, so quickly. I'm sure there's a lot of people who don't know a ton about you or your background story or who you are, if you want to just give a little bit of an introduction. So I'm Christine Gummersall. I am the content creator for HoneyButtHome.com, which is a DIY um, platform that basically helps empower women to stop waiting and start creating a home that they love today. So it's less on like how to decorate your home and more on how to actually build like with real power tools and be able to take a budget that is pretty sparse and turn it into 
really the home of your dreams. And so it has just been such a fun journey over really the last two years um, of growing on social media and starting my blog. Um, but before that, like you kind of mentioned, uh, mom of three. So I have seven, or I have three kids. My oldest is seven. My youngest is three. And um, I went to school to become a registered nurse. I did that for a number of years, uh, all while on the side in my own home, not, you know, recording or documenting any of it. But I was always um, interested in home design and really, you know, transforming spaces in my home. Um, And I would just do it for fun. And then there was this pivotal point in my life where I decided to, um, you know, hang up my stethoscope and pursue building and building my own website and brand, I guess you could call it, um, through Honeybell Home. That's awesome. And I love what you said. It's not just like decorating. Like when it says Honeybelt Home, like you guys, Christine has legit built so many things in her house. It's crazy. It's inspiring. It's awesome. And it's just like, I don't know, it's badass. (laughs) um, (laughs) So let's go. I want to talk about one of your first DIYs that as your friend just kind of blew me out of the water because it was something that I would never have done. And I want to say we were going to go out of town like when you were doing this, like you took a sledgehammer to your bathroom, like out of the blue though. Like you, it wasn't this thought out plan, right? Am I remembering it right? (laughs) Yeah. So way back, what, 10, almost 11 years ago, um, my husband and I were living in this 1950s fixer upper. I mean, it was so small. It was a little over 600 square feet is what we lived in. One bedroom, one bath. And I was in the middle of nursing school studying for finals. And I decided to take a sledgehammer to all of the one inch by one inch, you know, subway tile with a pink bathtub. And I just gutted the whole bathroom. My husband came home from work that day and he was like, what did you do? (laughs) And I was like, don't worry. Like I didn't disconnect the toilet. Like we could still use that. Like, and that was kind of like the kickoff for all of my home renovations. Um, A little background. My dad is a plumber. So I felt pretty comfortable and confident that I could call or FaceTime him to, you know, get advice on what to do next. Um, But I was definitely in over my head on that project. Yeah, that's awesome. I just, it's something that I've always really loved and admired about you is that it's just kind of like, well, I'm, I'm just going to go for it and we'll see how it turns out. And obviously a lot of it has turned out really, really good. Um, But do you have, I don't know if I even know, do you have any like really bad fails? Like what, yeah, like really good question. Or are you just perfect and you don't have any? No, no, (laughs) definitely not perfect. Um, you know, a lot of my, I would say in the things that I've built, a lot of times I'll have to build it twice. The first time I'm not basing it off of any plans or any previous knowledge on how to do it. And, um, I'll build it and then the thing will fall apart as I'm building it. And then I'm like, oh, well, can't use that kind of wood and can't use that kind of screw. And then I will just throw it in the dumpster and start over from scratch, learning from my mistakes and proceeding. I did it with my 
powder room um, bathroom vanity. I built a whole vanity and then tossed it and then built a second one. And the second one is great and it's in there. Um, and we've been using it for over a year. So there's little things like that. I just, in general, every project that I go into, I maybe have like 70% previous knowledge from past projects on how to do it. And then 30% of, I really hope that this ends up working out. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and I like that though, because like you said, it's kind of, and if you're on your Instagram and you're following kind of along, it's really cool to go back and see like two years ago, the projects you were doing and now the projects that you're doing now. Because if you just come on now and I'm looking at the stuff that you're throwing together, you know, and it's like, oh my gosh, wow. But you're like, no, I started with a shelf. I started with this. And that each time that you've like had these skills and built on, and I don't know, I think it, you know, I'm really big on like random analogies and stuff. And I think that that translates into a really cool like life analogy of you just try you have like a 70% confident rate and then you just the other 30% is crossing your fingers and just hoping for the best. So I don't know. I always kind of like to take things and translate it into like real life kind of scenario. So there's my little spiel on that. No, no, I totally love that. And that's, that's honestly how it's been. And, and for every single DIY project, regardless of which project it is, there is a point in the project where I'm fatigued, I'm frustrated because something didn't work out and I want to scrap the entire thing. And then I usually will step back, take a break from the project, start looking up, you know, researching and and finding other techniques or materials or things that I can use. And then always get over that hurdle of like, why am I wasting my time doing this to oh my gosh, I can't believe that I made that. And it's even better than I thought that it was going to be when I first started the project. So every single DIY project is like that. And it's totally like that in life. When you set a goal, you're always going to hit some type of obstacle. And it's pushing through that where you're going to find the success and the joy and the happiness. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that you have that same vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I want to go, I mean, we could sit here and talk forever and ever and ever, and I'm sure your inbox and your DMs are just full of DIY questions, and we could do that, but I want to kind of dive a little bit deeper into, like, the purpose behind it and, like, you kind of deciding to pursue this. You know, you mentioned that, well, I know you went to school to be a nurse. That was kind of your path. You did OB, and you're an amazing OB nurse. I never had the luxury of having you as mine, but but I know like that you were really, really good at that and that's a huge passion. And so I want to kind of talk about like your pivot and filling, you know, this pull towards this DIY and to to doing this because it's not really a conventional route, right? Like nursing is a good quote unquote like mom job, right? Like and so I don't know, like, let's kind of talk about that. Like, I mean, me and you have had this conversation, but let's dive into it more. Yeah. So the ironic thing of it is, is I, I love being a nurse. I love doing labor and delivery. I love, you know, hanging out with those moms being part of that special time in their life. Um, but my home life, I have a husband who has two very busy full-time jobs. At the time that I was making the transition, I had a newborn, and then two toddlers at home. 
and it became extremely difficult to balance that, to try and be a full-time working nurse while my husband had two full-time jobs. And I didn't want to leave my children in the hands of full-time daycare or nanny. And, and so we, we decided as a family, the, the best thing for our kids was for me to step back a little bit and to work less as a nurse, to be home more with my kids. Anyone that's a stay-at-home mom or even a mom in general, you know how cyclical being at home is, taking care of the house, taking care of the kids, doing all of these things for everyone else. And let's face it, no matter how much laundry or dishes or vacuuming you do, it is always, there's always more. It's always going to yeah, be messy it again. It comes and back around. Always. <laughs> And that was extremely frustrating for me because I went from being this working mom, this this working woman who like, I got to see the beginning of a woman walking in the door, pregnant to the end, the baby in her hands. And there was a start and a finish. Being a mom, being at home with kids, there's no start and finish. It's the same routine, same thing. You're doing all those things. And I needed something in my life that had a start and a finish. And so that's kind of what DIY was for me. It was it was this therapeutic avenue that I could pursue that I could see progression. And yeah. that was so good for my for like my mental health, truthfully. And I actually remember sitting down with you and with a couple of our other friends and I was like I think I want to do this DIY um, like maybe it's flipping houses. Maybe it's just documenting my journey. What name should we name it? And I remember sitting there with you coming up yeah. with Honey Bell Home as the name um, because it encompassed everything that I wanted it to be. It was me as a female building the home with my own two hands. And And I remember still working as a nurse and then trying to create this blog and this, and this Instagram and all of this stuff. And I got scared. Because who am I, somebody who has no degree in design, no formal licensing or training in how to be a carpenter or a contractor, um, I felt very inadequate at creating this platform um, that I bought the domain name and I did all this stuff. And then I sat on it for almost two years and I just continued yeah. to work as a nurse. I continued to, you know, on my private, you know, Facebook and Instagram, I documented some of my projects, but I didn't go for it because I was scared. And then we ended up moving homes. And as we started to, you know, build our children's rooms and, and finish our basement, I'm not really sure what was the turning point for me. But one day I was just like, I want to build this. Like I'm passionate enough and I've seen lots of other people succeed um, who also don't have that formal training that I think I can actually do this. And I got rid of that imposter syndrome that I was feeling. And I was like, I'm just going to be me and I'm going to document my fails and my successes. And I hope that somebody is inspired by it and somebody cares. and that was, you know, two years ago and one week from when I decided just to kind of put away those, those fears and, and start 
pursuing something that I loved. Yeah, I actually do remember having that conversation with you and talking about your name and talking about this stuff. And I remember seeing like little bits where you'd post like you redid a fireplace or whatever. And I was like, oh, cool. And then it would be, you know, crickets for weeks and weeks and weeks. (laughs) And which is fine. I mean, we all it's so funny because it's such a relatable story of having this thing that you like want to do and getting super hyped and super like excited about it. And then you just kind of like start overthinking and you start getting totally in your head like that. Like, yeah, like who am I? I mean, I have the same kind of story. I about two or three years ago was like, you know, what would be super fun is to do a podcast. And like two and a half years later, I was like, why the heck have I not done this yet? So I have a very similar thing. And yeah, like it's so crazy that you can tell when you decided that, okay, nope, I'm doing this. And it was like this like light switch for you. And you just, like you stepped into this confidence and you just kept going. And it's been so exciting for me, especially for me as your friend who like knows from like the beginning to kind of watch this, like, and it's exciting for everyone else. And you can tell because your following has just exploded and grown and it's very relatable. I think because you do share the whole process and you share the fails and, and all of the things. So yeah. (laughs) And, and I mean, not to say that it has been an easy ride in the least, right? Like there's, there's a lot of moments, especially in that first year where I felt like, like I wasn't going to make it. I felt like I was putting forth so much effort, so much time, so much money. Cause DIY, DIY is not like a cheap thing, like buying power tools, buying materials for projects. Like it it, um, there was lots of moments actually where I was like, is this even going to be worth anything? Um, I feel like there's so many other people around me that are trying to do the same thing. There's so many other people around me who are succeeding in ways that there's no way I could even come close to their success. And, and that was hard for me. And it, and it took me a while to realize that, everyone has their own voice and everyone relates to other people's voices differently. There could be 30 of us, there could be thousands, you know, a thousand of us all saying the same thing, but my personality and the way that I explain it and the way that I um, share it is entirely different from everybody else. And the one edge that I have over anyone else is that they're not me. And that has kind of been my driving force through this last year of, of coming to the realization that it doesn't matter. You know, there can be a million other people trying to do this, but they're never going to do it the same way that you're going to do it because they're not you. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny that we get in our head so much about that with anything, right? With anything we want to pursue, if it's a passion or a hobby or a new career or building a business or a brand, whatever, that it's so funny that we think that we have to be like the one person. Like there's 7 billion people on this planet. We're not going to be like the one that's like, oh, new idea, brand new. Like I'm the one. And so, yeah, it's like you said, you you have your unique things and you're going to translate to certain people. And of course, on the flip side of that, you're not going to be for everybody. And I think yes. that kind of just leaning into that and owning it and being okay and just – so it's so it's so funny like the just the progression of of the life lessons that you're learning just through DIY. Very it's very very cool. 
what advice would you give to someone then that's kind of where you were two years ago, whether it's with wanting to start something new or yeah, I don't know. Like someone's in that spot that either has a hobby or wants to pursue something. What would you say to them? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, at the end of the day, it honestly has to be something that you're passionate about. If, and I mean, it can be the same thing with a job or career. Of course, there are going to be so many aspects to the job that are not fun. Every single job is like that. Every single thing you do in life is like that. But it's the passion and the pursuit of, of almost the whole reason of why you're starting, right? It is what is going to be that driving factor. It cannot be something um, temporal. It cannot be your driving factors. I just want to be rich. I just want to make a lot of money because you're going to, if, if you're having a lot of obstacles come in your way, um, that's not going to keep you motivated to keep pressing forward. It has to be something deeper. And at the end of the day, if, you know, I wasn't able to work with any companies that I wasn't able to um, have a, a, a big platform or anything like that, I would still be doing DIY every single day because I love it. And so it's just really finding that thing that you love and not being afraid of what other people think of you, because you're right. You, what you're doing and what you're sharing with the world is not going to be for everyone. And you cannot adjust um, or veer off the path of who you are to try and appease everyone. Not everyone's going to like you. Not everyone is going to embrace what you're doing. But if you stay true to who you are, you're going to find the audience that does connect with that. Yeah, 100%. I think like that hits it on the head. And and what you said, doing it, you would be doing this anyway. If it lights you up, just go for it. Just do it. And like the people that are in your corner will be in your corner and the people who aren't can see themselves out. <laughs> like, exactly. So, yeah, exactly. So, okay. Um. So I want to know, Christine, you also have a course to help teach other people, right? I do. Okay. What's in that? And what, like, what are you, yeah. What are you doing to help others kind of step into this and learn? Because like you said, it's just kind of trial and error, but some of us aren't quite as brave as you aren't quite at like the sledgehammer in the bathroom ready. I mean, I hung these shelves on my wall. You know me. I'm like, Christine helped me tear out my floors in my old house. Like, I don't know, six years ago. And after we tore out our floors, we had to put our baseboards back in. We lived in a house (laughs) without baseboards for three years. And we only put the baseboards back in in order to sell the house. And guess who came and put the baseboards back in? Christine. So (laughs) I am like friend center for who needs like DIY beginner basics course because I (laughs) I am not there. So if you're like listening to this, you're like, oh, heck, there's no way. Like there is hope for you. You like we're off the end of the spectrum, me and Christine. But um, so you built this course last year. What's kind of like in it? What do you teach and do? Yeah. So I, I mean, the course really originated because there were this influx of messages that I get very frequently of people asking how I got started, who taught me, how, how can they start doing this? Because 
truthfully, they either don't have anyone in their life who can build these types of things for them, or the people in their life that can do it are their husband or their dad or somebody like that who um, is just adding to that honey-do list, right? Like, hey, honey, this weekend, let's go to Home Depot and buy a bunch of shiplap for the wall, and you're going to build me a shiplap wall, and then you're going to build me some bookcases. And and your husband is like, okay. Like, he's not he's on board, but like, he's kind of not because on a Saturday, he probably just wants to sit there and like watch sports and he doesn't want to, you know, embark on all of the building things to make the home, the dream that you want it. He just wants lots of TVs on his wall, like my husband. So exactly, (laughs) dreaming about a shiplap wall, right? Like you have, he's like, wait, what you want me to what? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, so that's kind of how the course came to be was so many women asking how they can do it too, without having to rely on somebody else. And so the course goes, I mean, it really takes somebody who is very beginner, who does not know power tools. And and that is also the number one fear of all of my students going into it is they're like, I could never do what you're doing because I am terrified of power tools. And so that's what we tackle at the very beginning of the course is safety, how to safely use the tools, just like you would learning how to cook in the kitchen or learning how to do your hair in the bathroom, right? Like blow dryers, straighteners, curling irons, you know, hot pans, all of that stuff. Like you need to know the safety behind it so that you don't get burned. And it's the same thing in your garage workshop is you need to know how to hold the tools correctly, what type of safety, you know, glasses and and ear protection and things that you need so that you are remaining safe while you're using the tools. And then I give all of my little like tips and tricks on, you know, how to cut boards at angles if you wanted to make a picture frame or how to, um, you know, install drywall anchors so that you can hang stuff on your walls and it's not just going to like come ripping out of the sheetrock. And um, I go over all of those very basic things. And my goal really was to leave each student with a set of skills that these skills could then be applied to hundreds of projects and they would know what tool they needed, what material they needed to make it happen. And so, um, you know, not just power tools, but we go a little bit and we dive into um, how to plan designs out, how to create mood boards, how to um, search for tutorials of the things that you're wanting to build. And then we have a private Facebook group where everyone is like cheering each other on. It's like seriously the coolest community of women just like sharing their projects posting, asking for advice on what they should do, you know, with the troubles that they're running into. And then um, every single quarter, I do a full step-by-step tutorial on some type of project that my students want. So um, this last quarter of 2020, um, I ended up doing two. I did how to ship lap a wall and how to paint cabinets. And then I'm, I want to say for, you know, quarter one, there's lots of questions on baseboards and accent walls, um, lots of questions on laying flooring. And so we're just going to really see what works best for the students and kind of go from there. But um, it's been it's been super awesome. And I honestly think um, for the for the price of everything that you get, all of the pre-recorded videos that really walk you through step by step, what you need to know to start DIYing it's a seal of a deal. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. And circling back to the very beginning where you were saying when you needed something at home, you needed something that had a start and a finish. 
I am such a huge advocate for having something outside of your motherhood. I love and adore my kids. I love and adore being a mom. I know you do too. I know all of us do. But I get exactly what you were saying at the beginning of this with it feels like a cycle. It fills in and out, and especially when they're so young. And whatever it is, I think you need something outside of yourself, whether it's working out, lifting, weights, running, training for things, sewing, creating, painting, DIY, like having something where you're not in mom mode. You're in you as a person mode with a project, with a task, with a goal, with a beginning and end. And so if DIY is something that is like calling to you or your interest you or anything like this course is so good. Like it's something that like if you're just filling in that like cycle of motherhood and you're just like, oh my gosh, the days are so long, you know, and like for reals, if DIY is calling to you, like get your hands on this because like Christine said, it walks you through so many things. It's a still of a freaking deal. You're surrounded by community. Like it's, I, it's so much more than just a DIY. Like I will yell this from like the rooftop. <laughs> just like you said, like you needed something. And so many of us as moms, we just need something. And so for you to create this, because, you know, you can sit on Pinterest forever and just be pinning all these things that you want to do. And then it's just a board forever. Right. But, and you're scared to start. You're scared. Like it's just, it's a story of all of our lives. Right. And so I love that you finally created this, this course and got it out into the world because I think it is, it's giving an outlet to so many moms who now have that start and that finish. And then another thing that I talk about all the time is doing something to make yourself proud. And like you said, you you build something and then you get to stand back and be like, I freaking did that. And so whether it's with DIY or whether it's, you know, running, like I hate running, but when I run a mile, I'm like I freaking run a mile, like whatever it is, you have something to be proud of yourself. And so I love that this is just another avenue and another way that you can do that and that you've empowered other people to be able to do that. So, Hey friends, is this conversation getting your wheels turning and inspiring you to maybe stop waiting and start creating? If it is, I'm telling you, you really do need to get your hands on DIY beginner basics. This course will for sure teach you how to use tools and how to build real cool stuff for your house. It breaks down all the safety things you need to know and helps you with the technical stuff. You'll learn how to plan, prep, and make your projects come out looking like a professional. But the biggest thing that this course does that I love so much is that it empowers you. I was just looking through the testimonials and pictures that some of her students have sent in and literally I'm like wiping tears from my eyes reading them. They say things like, I feel so confident in myself. This was the best self-investment. Oh my heck, this gave me so much confidence. I believe in myself. One said, I cannot believe I did this. I'm so dang proud. Christine really poured so much into this course. It's absolutely insane. It's all online, go at your own pace, which is fantastic for everyone because we're all going to have different starting points. Her course has over 40 instructional videos, 40. You get lifetime access to those and there's even a Facebook group that you can bounce ideas off of and talk through problems and even show off your new skills. So for reals, don't be like me. Don't wait four years to put your baseboards back in and feel, you know, intimidated by DIY. You can get confident in yourself right now. Head over to DIYBeginnerBasics.com and use the code POSITIVELY15 
for $15 off. Starting day one was one thing you can do or like the number one tool you would say. Let's do that. Number one tool everyone should have. Ooh, number one tool everyone should have. It's one that I honestly use for every single project and you might already have it, but just get yourself a basic drill. Um, I mean, there you can buy a drill and driver, which I go into detail about what the difference is and why you actually need both. But you can buy a pack of both of them for around $100. And even if it's just hanging a shelf or hanging a picture or um, doing something as small as that, or if you want to, you know, venture into some of the bigger things that I, that I would say is like the staple starter tool for everyone. And then, you know, if you're going to get heavy into DIY, I, I list six, or I guess I should say I condensed all of the, you know, hundreds of tools that are on the market into six, six tools that I think that every DIYer needs to have that you can accomplish thousands of projects with. Um, and that would be a miter saw, a nail gun, a drill, a, um, a sander, a jigsaw, and a um, Craig pocket hole jig. So those are the six that, that I go over in the course. <laughs> that, that last one, that Craig jig is the one that I'm like, I need one of those. I have a sander. I have a drill. I don't know. Maybe one of these days I'll become a DIYer. It's not looking good, but maybe. <laughs> Well, we'll get you signed up for DOI Beginner Basics so you can start. <laughs> oh, heavens bless my heart. Okay. Well, okay. I want to ask you one more question. It's kind of an unconventional question, but if the roles were reversed and you were asking yourself, what's a question you would ask you or a question I haven't asked that you would like to answer? Oh, wow. This is oh, unexpected. Tricky. It is tricky. <laughs> um... And at the end of the day, like, I think the biggest question is like, is it all worth it? Right? Like, because honestly, the, the DIY is one whole component of what I do. But the building of a platform around the DIY encompasses so much more than just the building of, you know, actual bookcases and things. It, um, there's, there's a lot of people who I think maybe naively go on the path of, you know, let, let me start my own blog or Instagram or whatever, you know, whatever platform that they're trying to grow on. Um, and they don't necessarily have a, a full vision of what they want it to be. Um, or they're maybe scared of the vision that they have for it. And um, there's, there's just so much, more that I think goes into it than, than just, um, you know, looking as, as a consumer, you know, scrolling through the feed, looking, you know, looking at somebody's house and being like, wow, they built all of that. That's cool. Um, the amount of time I think that goes into it is highly under, under understood if that even makes remote sense. Um, but at the end of the day, is it all worth it? And, and for me, you know, the number of, like you said, the number of DMS that I get, the the hours of, you know, messaging and emailing and, and video editing and photo editing and and all of it, is it worth it? Um, I would say without a doubt, yes, because I am able to 
do something that I love, yes, that I could do otherwise, but the amount of people that I'm able to help also do something that they love is completely invaluable to me. The amount of messages that I've gotten of, of from women um, specifically, I mean, I have, I have an audience of men, but they, it's a small audience. Um, but just the audience of women who, um, share their appreciation for the education that they're able to get, the inspiration that they're able to get, um, overcoming their fears. I did not think ever in this life that I would be able to make that big of an impact or difference. And that to me makes it all worth it. Yeah. And like you said, you didn't think like when you started this out, that was, was that something you even imagined or envisioned at all was the amount of impact you were going to have? No, no, not in the least. I, I thought, um, you know, I'll, I'll create some cool things and share it and like maybe get, you know, one or two projects where, you know, a company wants to like give me free paint or like, that's honestly what I thought that it was going to be. Um, and being able to change and improve thousands of women's skills and homes and their heart um, was not something that I was necessarily ready for, ready ready to to be viewed as like that type of role model. I didn't even know that that was coming with the territory. And so it's been, it's blessed my life immensely and I'm super grateful for it. Yeah. Yeah. To go from your goal being, like you said, free paint to really empowering and inspiring and and changing lives of women. And I think that that's really one of the things that I think is really cool is the the vehicle or the product for you is DIY, is tools, is this. But at the at the base of it, it's empowering someone to feel capable, empowering a woman to feel brave enough to try. Um, and then being able to step back and look at something that you did and that you built and, and you're offering that sense of pride and accomplishment, you know, it's through DIY from you. But I think that that core thing is that, that impact of just, um, bringing women into knowing how powerful they are and how, um, they can do things like you can do anything. And I think, but yeah, you start you start out with a little teeny message, a little teeny hope, a little teeny goal of maybe free paint or maybe someone will collab with me, but it turns into this really full circle thing. And that's been really neat um, to kind of be on the viewing side of that and to watch that kind of happen and to grow. So really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, okay. This has been such a good conversation. I hope people kind of got a little bit of a glimpse more into Christine. Um, oh, someone might know, might want to ha- ask this question. Where does honey come from? Because you said you wanted it to be honey built home. You built your home. Your name is Christine. Where does honey <laughs> come from? Um, that is honestly the, the cute name that my husband and I call each other. And or maybe it's more my husband calling me and I, I don't know. I've, I've honestly thought a couple different times of changing it to making it more about myself, um, putting my own name in, in my branding. Um, and then every time I come back and I'm like, but this isn't about me. This is about you. Like you as 
as a wife or as a mother or as um, as a as a woman being able to build your own home. So it's it's not I don't want to take all of the credit for it and I want it to be more used as not just like my um, my Instagram handle and more of a name that you can take on upon yourself um, that hopefully gives you a little bit of bravery and guts to start tackling the things that you want to tackle. Awesome. I don't even think we can go on from that because that's like the perfect end. Bravery, guts to tackle the things that you want to tackle. Moment of silence. Thank you very much. (laughs) Um, Where can everybody find you? I will obviously link to everything you offer and do in the show notes and everything, but um, where's the best place to find you and find your resources? So I would definitely say I'm most active and present if you want to have conversations with me, um, you know, ask questions or just really follow along the journey of all of the numerous DIY projects that I tackle is through Instagram. So Instagram at Honeybelt Home. Um, And then I also have a website that has tons of tutorials and um, full, you know, design tips. Um, that is at www.honeybelthome.com. And I mean, as well as Facebook and Pinterest are also great resources, all using the same name, Honeybelt Home. Awesome. And like I said, it'll all be linked below. <laughs> yes. Oh, and then I forgot DIY Beginner Basics does have its own website, www.diybeginnerbasics.com. So if that's awesome. what you're looking for to join the course, that's where you head. And can you join that anytime? It's not open or closed. You can just hop in. It's not open or closed. Anytime that you feel ready, you can hop on and it's lifetime access. All of the videos are pre-recorded, so you can watch them as many times as you want, whenever you want to refer back to them. Awesome. Okay. Well, Christine, seriously, thank you so much for making time for me. And one of these days, we're going to hang out again in real life. (laughs) And... (laughs) until then just yeah thanks thank you so so much for having me you guys what did i tell you such a good conversation with such a light and a gem of a person i loved how we touched on having something that has a beginning and a finish that something for you something that you can be proud of and to just kind of kick that fear aside and just go for the things that you want to go for If there's something burning inside of you that you want to do, that you want to try, but you've got a little bit of fear, let this episode be that kick that you need. The world needs whatever it is that's inside of you. Even if the world doesn't need it, you need it. You need that outlet, right? I believe in you. And I have loved championing other women as they move forward and do this. Like Christine said in this episode, We chatted two years before she put this out there and I sat there waiting and waiting and waiting to see what she would do and it has been so much fun to see it all come to life. If there's something inside of you, I want to cheer you on and watch your dream and your passion come to life too. I really, really hope that this episode inspired you to kick that fear aside, to drop imposter syndrome and to just try because failure is okay messing up, having to scrap it and throw it away and start over, it's all okay. That's what this life is about. I just, I hope 
hope that this did something for you like it did for me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with me again today. I'm so glad you pressed play. If you want to take a quick second to share this episode with someone you think would love it too, that would be amazing. If you're loving the show, make sure you go and leave a review on iTunes. Reviews are like magic for podcasts, and your review will help get this show into the ears of more amazing women just like you. And come find me over on Instagram. I'm there at positively.jesse, and I cannot wait to hang out with you some more. So until next time, have an amazing week.